I really like Mitchell's tape a lot. I came away from watching Mitchell feeling that, and again, I don't know the kid, so, you know, and again, sure. and now it depends where he goes. We all know there's a lot of factors, but I came away feeling like this guy could be a top 10 receiver in the league within three years. Mm. I mean, I think this okay. guy has really high-level traits. Yeah. <laughs> it's hot right there. It's Greg Cosell, one of the most respected independent, objective uh, football analysts, I think, uh, you're going to find out there. Everybody who he, he does a regular gig with One Bills Live. Um, I know Ross Tucker has him as a regular on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Everybody raves about his film analysis and Adnai Mitchell. That that name came up much earlier today, thinking about receiver ideas in the draft. And, and he I mentioned him to Sal as someone who's just sort of grown on me uh, over the course of this cycle as we're going through trying to figure out and learning about these guys and uh, seeing them interact with the media and working out in Indianapolis eventually the receivers have not run yet that'll be big um you know I've seen lots of analysis of Keenan Coleman who was somebody I was crushing on very early on in the process I've cooled off considerably on him um but I I saw one analyst talking about him like if he if he runs if he runs like 4-4 um then look out. But if he runs in the four high four fives or four, eh, you know, so 40 times will play a big part in this. Um, Mitchell, I think is expected to run fast, right? I'm so, so excited. He's not the speed guy of Texas that Xavier worthy, but Mitchell has pop that I, I can't wait to see. Like I've been holding off on talking about Texas receivers because there's a bias there. Like, and I, and I, and I acknowledge that. But he came in and just completely changed how Texas ran their offense. Like, they really could dominate throwing the ball. They were much more run-heavy, but they could dominate throwing the ball. He has a clutch gene, and, like, he just – he shows up in big moments, which, as Bills fans, we're sitting here going, kind of need that. Like, that'd be cool to have. He played in five um, college football playoff games. He caught five touchdowns. He caught a touchdown in every single one of them. Even when he was somewhat of a part-time player at Georgia, he'd show up when they needed him to. And then if you had that pop ability, he's around 6'4", mm-hmm. 6'3", 6'4"-ish, yep. 200 pounds. He's kind of the perfect guy you'd want to have. I like this idea. I do. Uh, when when the receivers run when? Do you know? That's going to be tomorrow. <laughs> and during the week, it started around 3 o'clock. That's going to start around 1 o'clock tomorrow. Okay. All right, we'll keep an eye on all of that. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe sports talk Saturday. We'll be doing live play by play. No, they won't. That, that, that won't be happening. But uh, I'm sure they'll address it. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Excuse me. Cough out of nowhere. Eight oh three oh five fifty is the number you want to get in. Uh, any sort of free agent receiver ideas, draft receivers. Talking about quarterbacks with Matthew Collar last segment and Cousins specifically, um, and Matthew sort of I think is rooting for someone to price the Vikings out of the Kirk Cousins business. We've touched on this a couple times. There's not that many openings, and um, so it's not really worth us doing a draft. But like I wondered, like the bigger names, Cousins, Tannehill. Are we done? Baker Mayfield, I guess. I mean, I, it would stun me if he gets out of Tampa. Yeah, it would be more of a story that Tampa doesn't resign him. Right. Um, but he, I mean, he'd he be right at the top of the list to me, uh, ahead of Cousins or Tannehill, if he were to hit the market. Um, and maybe he will. We'll see if they figure that out. 
uh, Joe Flacco, I guess. Like, I don't know. Gardner Minshew is here. Uh, we're talking about largely journeymen beyond that. And really Minshew is already that, um, I mean, Tannehill is bordering on becoming that he's going to go somewhere else probably now. And I don't know, like probably start for someone, New England, Pittsburgh. I don't know. It felt like it should be Pittsburgh with Arthur Smith being the OC. Yeah. But like every report out of there is like, no, no, like they want to give it a go again with Kenny Pickett. I am not a big Tannehill fan. I mean, Mike has got this bet about him starting a Super Bowl. That was brave. That was uh, brave. When he made it. I wasn't here when he made it, but that was brave. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, that was when he was on the way out of Miami, I think. Oh, that's so brave. Wow. I, I, I really do. I think I, I think that, I don't know, that he and Joe can tell you. The, the bet is with Sneaky Joe and Mike. Uh, but I, I think it's, or maybe when he first got to Tennessee, whatever. Anyway, I like, I like him in Pittsburgh. I don't know what the hell they're doing. And I'm not a huge Tannehill fan or anything, but I think his... He's a certain level of decent, I think. I don't know. Maybe you're going to tell me that Kenny Pickett is exactly the same level. I don't know. I feel like Tannehill would be worth a try for Pittsburgh. His peaks kind of feel like what Kirk Cousins is. Like, his best year round 12, 15, best quarterback. Yeah. He'll have some expectations. there. They have a really good defense. So the expectations would probably be to make the playoffs. And then they would get there, and you would see him go, go up against a Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Burrow, Mahomes, what have you, and go, oh, we need to do better. Yeah. And like that's just that's a really rough spot to be in. What really touches home for me, hits home for me talking to Matthew about Cousins and the position that the Vikings are in here, you know, certain level of good, he's not the he's not he's not ter- he's far from terrible. He's also I think pretty far from great. He's just sort of he's just he's he's a certain level of good. And look, the Bills obviously <laughs> it worked out great. They landed on Allen. They targeted Allen. They got Allen, and they're getting paid off. And like guys are getting their careers made for them because they found their way to drafting Josh Allen. So credit to them. There was a segment of this fan base that, and I know because I was the one getting punched in the face with it. I wanted no part of Kirk Cousins. And there were fans out there that'd be like, "What? What's wrong with you? Look at the stat. Look at the." Look. I'm like, "Watch him play. Watch him play good teams, and just just watch. Watch what happens." Like I know he throws for 4,500 yards and he throws for 30 touchdowns, uh, but he's just is he better than what I've got? Absolutely. Is he great? Absolutely not. So no, I know I. The Bills could have loved Josh Rosen and picked him, and you'd be at me going, see, I told you they should have signed Kirk Cousins instead of drafting that Rosen bum, but they didn't. I never thought there was any chance they were going to touch Josh Rosen with a 100-foot pole. His his bio, his makeup, everything about him just sounded completely anti-Sean McDermott to me. So I never really thought they were going to do that. Um, and look, I was as scared as anyone of the Josh Allen idea. Thank God, because Cousins, like you, you could be the Vikings right now and just living this life with this guy costing all this money. It's not the most money, but it's a lot. And it's been this, you know, rotating franchise tag guaranteed contract. Just awful. No way to work around it. Hell on earth is what that is. I was that Bills fan, though, for uh, like uh, there was a period there about a year where Tyrod was good. Mm-hmm. And and it was like okay like this this is better than I've really ever experienced. I think he made a Pro Bowl like his first year here. And I'm like okay like this is awesome like let's go. 
but you watch Kirk in Washington, and I'm like, all right, I kind of like that. Like this, this could yeah. work for me. Four thousand yard pass, thirty like touchdowns. <laughs> I, I was all in. You like, like that? And a part of it too was like, I mean, like this is going to show my age. I'm 25. Like the best I had was like a four week run of Ryan Fitzpatrick. I was desperate. All right, mm-hmm. I was yep. in the ground. This was not good. So watching Kirk Cousins go to the Vikings, I'm like, this is not. Simply put, this is not fair. Like they yep. get another guy who's like, you know, they're Dante Culpepper, they're Randall Cunningham. They just pick off everyone's like leftovers. And then Allen worked out. If they did not draft somebody in that draft, I was going to be livid because I was like, then go get Cousins. Like, he'll be better. Like, this will work. And yep. luckily they did go just get anybody at that point for me. But I there was about a year run there where I was a big, you should do that. Right. <sighs> thank thank heavens. <laughs> thank, thank heavens they did not end up there. Uh, again, I mean, they, they, they could have missed on the draft, but they didn't. And Cousins, to me, would have been a miss. We'd, we'd be living this life like, oh, he's not good enough, and just arguing about how good he is while mostly agreeing, well, he's not great. I think we know that. I'm looking at the list here from Track of free agent quarterbacks, and I mentioned a bunch of names there, and I'm, I'm just, there's Tyrod Taylor again. I dropped that on Mike yesterday. Like, that's my, that's my backup quarterback idea for the Bills. I don't know. Mike said it might be weird. I don't disagree. It could, it could be. Like, I don't know how, like, if they parted on really bad terms uh, or not. I mean, they did make the playoffs with him, and then <laughs> I think that was the end of it. So maybe there's bad blood there, and if, there, if so, then, you know, you can rule it out. But – and I think all things being equal, if everybody can just look at it objectively and not let past uh, decisions uh, and emotions come into it, I think that's that's a perfect backup quarterback for the Bills, Tyrod Taylor. There's athleticism there and running. He's safe and careful with the ball, something I think you might want in a backup quarterback. Um, re- recognizing that you know your starter is very high end, high, uh, you know, just <laughs> high event uh, quarterback play, uh, and Taylor is not that. So maybe it's not. Uh, I'm not saying he's a, a Jackson. Uh, excuse me, um, uh, an Allen uh, copy or anything. But I think there's the the running is there even at 35 years old. Um, I would like I would like that man. That is a cool idea to me let's hit a timeout holy cow uh just looked at the clock 803-0550 is the number you want to call time for a quick call or two here before we get to the top of the hour and paul hamilton back to the sabers where we started today at three o'clock so that's coming up here at six i am the bulldog mike shope is off today thanks for listening to wgr